Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And y'all, we, we jumping in with this one. <laughs> this we week, watched the Proud Family movie and it's a lot happened. <laughs> yeah, this is the second to last of 2005. <gasps> and do you guys know what the first movie of 2006 is? It is. Oh my god. We're two away from High School Musical, y'all. I'm glad. Hold on, wait. This. So I watched it this. I watched that one this week. Okay, so I'm glad that's over Christmas break because it's gonna take me a really long time. Yeah. Okay, so the Proud Family movie really has nothing to do with the Proud Family television show besides the same characters. Yeah, it's definitely more of, like, a one-off situation, whereas some shows who have movies, like... Where it's, like, a continuation yeah. and a finale, whereas this movie, it's just, it's wild. They never refer to it. I don't... Did, can, or did the Proud Family go on after this movie? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe that's why. Yeah, well, that's... Well, also, I, how do you how do you come back after this? It's a lot. Okay, so uh, this is an animated movie, obviously, a continuation of the Proud Family television show um, about the Proud Family, starring Penny Proud. Um, they're a black family. She's a black teenager going through life. And she is played by Kyla Pratt. Um, Kyla Pratt was Dr. Doolittle's daughter. Uh, she was in the television show One on One, which I never watched. I know her best as the girl from the Fat Albert movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know as Dr. Doolittle's daughter who can also communicate with the animals? Who could also communicate with animals? Who else could communicate with animals? Dr. Doolittle. Oh. Um, I think I've watched Dr. Doolittle, like, once, and then maybe I saw, like, one of her spinoffs once. <laughs> but I watched the Fat Albert movie a lot. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I think that's just you. <laughs> <laughs> well... Can ask my brother and sister. I bet they can say the same thing. Um, she was in an episode of Veronica Mars. She uh, was a girl that um, Wallace thought was cute, and then she got scammed. So Veronica had to track down the scammer. I think she was gonna like I don't know, give money to a homeless man, but it wasn't a homeless man. And she was an episode of, in an episode of Lizzie McGuire. She played Gordo's girlfriend for an episode. Um, next we have Tommy Davidson, who voices Oscar. We met him in the Scream Team. Um, Joe Marie Payton voices Sugar Mama. Uh, you may know her as the mom from Family Matters. She was also in an episode of Reba. She was the matriarch of a family who lost their home to Hurricane Katrina, and Reba took them all in. Um, Orlando Brown voices Sticky. We met him in, 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 met him in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Soleil Moon Fry voices Zoe. Um, I know her as Roxy from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She was, like, one of Sabrina's roommates after she left high school, so, like, not a good version <laughs> of Sabrina. I started rewatching it, but I stopped once Sabrina went to college. Um, she was Punky Brewster. That was a popular show when she was a child and she played Punky Brewster. I don't know of it. Um, and she was in an episode of Friends. She played a girl that Joey dated who punched him a lot. It was like a friendly punch, but oh, she punched him I really hard. That. Um, and she is the voice of Jade in all the Bratz movies franchise. Oh. Franchises. Okay, next we have Elisa Reyes. Uh, she voices La, La Cienega Boulevardes, which I did not get as a child. Mm -hmm. Her mother is Sunset Boulevard Ace. Mm -hmm. um, Elisa Reyes was a main character in all that. Um, and then we have Omarion, 
who voices 15 Cent. I will say, <laughs> when I first saw this movie, I never heard of 50 Cent. And so whenever I did hear of 50 Cent, I was like, oh, that's what 15 Cent. That's why his name is 15 Cent in the Proud Family movie. I had heard of 50 Cent, but I still, I didn't get it. I thought that it was, like, supposed to be 50 Cent. Like, I, I didn't get the difference. Uh-huh. But I thought it was a lot clever more clever now. Yeah, anyway, Omarion is, like, a real rapper. He was also in the Fat Albert movie. <laughs> um, Arsenio Hall plays Dr. Carver, and Arsenio Hall did the Arsenio Hall show. That's pretty much all he did. Oh, never heard of it. Uh, I only know him because he was on The Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> um, Tara Strong voices BB and Cece. Uh, we met her in another movie, I don't remember which one, but she's the voice of Timmy Turner, My Little Pony, Bubbles, Ben 10, and, like, literally a million other things. Um, Jeremy Suarez, I can't remember if he was Wally or Cashew. Um, he was Coda in Brother Bear. Oh, love that. <laughs> um, Carlos Alazraki. He played the guy who looks like the Joker, who speaks only Spanish. Poppy. Poppy. Um, he's Mr. Crocker from The Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> He's also the screwdriver in Handy Manny. Um, in all Monsters, Inc., uh, like, video games and, like, one-offs, he's Mike Wazowski. And he's Rocco in uh, Rocco's Modern Life, which I did not watch. Um, Raquel Lee, we met her in The Poof Point. She's uh, the main gross sister. Maria Canals Barrera, who plays Sunset Boulevardes. She is... Um, the mom from What to Deliverly Place and Camp Rock. She also voiced Paulina and Danny Phantom. Um, Keith David, who uh, I don't remember who he voiced, um, but he was Elroy in Community. He was also Dr. Facilier in The Princess and the Frog. And I really could have lived my whole life without knowing this, but he was also Big Tim in Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream really fucked me up, especially that certain storyline. And I probably will not watch season six of Community for the rest of my life. I usually don't watch season six of Community, but now I really don't want to watch it. <laughs> um, Patricia Belcher, um, who I believe is a driving instructor. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's a driving instructor. She was Mrs. Dabney in Good Luck Charlie, and that's who I always see her as. She's in a bunch of commercials. She was in Trial and Error, Bones, 500 Days of Summer, and she was Councilwoman Hicks in Sister, Sister. And finally, Bobby, my favorite character, <laughs> Uncle Bobby, is played by Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, he was in Barbershop, Barbershop and a bunch of short-lived TV shows. I don't know why he's the entertainer. I think that's his name. I guess. I tried looking it up, but she <laughs> told me anything. Okay, shall we begin? Yeah. All right, so this movie starts as the... Oh, oh my God. Sorry, I just had something to say. This movie does not play the theme song. It's so disappointing. No. At the very beginning, they play, like, a little snippet and, like, remix. The part where it's like, the proud family what? And then they don't go into it. Yeah, they don't play the rest of it. It's so disappointing. The theme song is so good. Is. I was recently re-watching some of the Proud Family, like, earlier during, you know, the pandemic. We've been home all the time. So, I was watching that, and the theme song every time. So good. <laughs> and, like, even what they used to play on Disney Channel before the Proud Family came out, when they had all of them singing it, it was so cool. Yes, I remember that. Yes. It was the three of Destiny's Child and then Solange. Solange was actually on lead vocals with Destiny's Child in the back. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's really good. Anyway, yeah, we didn't hear the song, but... Um, <clears throat> so, yes, we see, like, the camera or whatever. It's moving through the ocean. Um, we're, like, seeing the eyesight of something scary, scaring the fish. Yeah, there's, like, ominous music playing, and then there's, like, all these noises, and then we kind of zoom into this, like, island and stereotypical... Yeah, we, like, go above water, and yeah. there's, like, a growl and, like, tropical music... And then we see this mad scientist, like, running through the lab with a peanut person. Yes, the scientist is Dr. Carver II, and he's laughing evilly and running with a vial. He's, like, pouring his solution into a machine, which is creating this energy in a beaker. He grabs another test tube, and then he tells his peanut minion... Cashew. Cashew. That his preparations are complete. Um, Dr. Carver says that the experiment can commence, but then... His, like, nose moves off his face, leaving a hole. Yeah, <laughs> and he just, like, readjusts just, it. Yeah, it kind of fixes it and activates the genome generator. Um, so he takes this, like, regular peanut, and it falls into the machine. Um, and it goes into the machine, and then Dr. Carver places his stabilizing formula on it. And then this peanut monster walks This buff Yeah, it's buff as hell. (laughs) Uh, It walks out of the machine, and Dr. Carver is very excited, but then it, like, melts. Well, he goes to hug it, and it disintegrates as he, like, touches it. He's like, oh, yes, it's so strong and evil. So, like, we already know he's evil. Yeah, and so he needs to perfect his stabilizing formula. That's what he realizes. So then we cut to, uh, we see, like, the town a little bit, and we hear Wizard Kelly on the radio. Wizard Kelly (laughs) has, like, a monopoly on this town. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, like, he's literally, like, Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dinsdale Dimmodome. Yeah. But, like, I think the town is also called, like, Wizard Kelly Town, (laughs) and, like, everything they own has his name on it. I would be very wary of Wizard Kelly. But no one is. They don't have any other option. That's the problem with monopolies. That's all they know. There's no choice. That's all they know. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so he's talking on the radio, and he's talking about a competition. As, so, as this is happening, they're also driving. This is why animated movies are so hard, because there's so much going on. so much is happening at the same time. Yeah, Penny is driving the driver's ed car, so, like, the- Very badly. Yeah, Zoe, La Cienega, and Dijonet are all in the back, and there's a driver's ed lady- yeah, next to her. as Penny's like going around the city, making these awful turns. They're and, all like flying all over. Yeah, the they're car. like listening to the radio that says um, auditions to be a fifteen cent spare change dancer. Um, is t- auditions for that is today, and all finalists will join fifteen cent on stage at the St- Wizard Kelly Stuff Ball Championship. So like the whole time they're they're like, hey, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and so they're all talking about this as Penny is horribly driving, and the driver's ed instructor is just like sadly in the car with them, <laughs> and so they're like talking about like, oh my god, what are we gonna wear and all this stuff, and Lassiana is like, you know, your dad's not gonna let you go, and so Penny while driving, <laughs> they're like in the high school parking lot and she's literally driving over every single cone i am so glad i never had to try i probably should have some terrible yeah, driver luckily in missouri you do not have to take it to get your license i remember Thank a girl God. in my class from illinois was talking about like t- having to take a driver's ed class yeah. and i was like oh i'm so glad like i had enough anxiety about driving as it was yeah yeah, so she's driving over all the cones. As Lassianaga tells her, like, your dad's not going to let you go. She turns around. She's no longer facing <laughs> the road. She's still driving. She's like, well, I'm turning 16 tomorrow, so it won't matter what my dad says, because turning 16 means I can do whatever I want. And as Girl, you're in for a rude As she's awakening. talking, the entire time, they're getting closer and closer to, to a, a wall. wall. And so the driver's ed instructor, like, 
steps in and slams, like turns slams on like her teacher brake. Yeah, <laughs> she like turns the wheel so they don't run into the wall, and then she like yells at them slightly. She's like, "This is not important right now. You almost killed us all." But she's not and even then, that harsh. Yeah, and then Dijonay is like, "Oh, we can hang with Fifteen Cent on his yacht." And then Penny like spins the car out. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> um, so at home, Oscar is telling Oscar is Mr. Proud. I called them all by their first names during this movie. Yeah, I called Mom Mom because I don't remember her name, but yeah, Oscar. Um, <laughs> I saw on the internet once that compared the Proud family to the Knowles Carter family, <laughs> where it's like Oscar is like some ugly ass, like average looking like, crusty black guy, and then Trudy is, like, a bombshell, like, hot piece of ass, and then there's Penny, which is Blue Ivy, and then the two twins, like, a boy and a girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so Oscar is telling Penny that she can't audition, uh, she's not gonna be a girl in a rap video in 2005, which, like, I understand his concerns. <laughs> Penny is only 16, and I don't think I would want my daughter in a rap video in 2005. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Penny's talking about how it's unfair, and Mom, she's like, come on, Mom, like, back me up. And Mom actually does kind of back her up. She's like, hey, Oscar, you know, maybe she's old enough to make her own decision. She's turning 16. Um, As this is happening, a 15-cent music video is playing on TV, and Bobby gives this, like, big sack to Sugar Sugar, Mama. Sugar Mama says that, she's like, oh, I think 15-cent is fly. He's got looks and talent, just like my son. And Oscar's like, oh, thanks, Sugar Mama. But then she's like, no, I'm talking about Bobby. So then Bobby walks in, and Bobby never is not singing, which I love so much. He's like, hey, y'all. He's like, hey, Mama. Gotcha stuff. <laughs> and he drops a bag of like mail in sweepstakes, basically. Yeah. For Sugar and Mama. Sugar Mama's just like, well, there's a lot of prizes to win. I want to win them. Sugar Mama, if you don't know, is Oscar's mother and so Penny's grandmother. Yeah. And she lives with them. Yeah. So um, Oscar says that he has an important stack meeting today where he's going to introduce the pork nut. Uh, it's a protein and flavor oh it's a protein of a nut and it's flavored like pork yeah it's like a pork flavored peanut which sounds disgusting <laughs> and he's having bobby work on a jingle for him it's like it's half pork half nut y'all he adds uh, y'all to a lot of stuff yeah he also oscar also has this special sauce that will add all the flavor to his pork nut um as he's saying this penny walks downstairs in her audition outfit and oscar says trudy why would you let your daughter dress like a ha? And then Trudy finishes and says, wholesome teenager. I cannot believe they got away with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so Oscar is not pleased with... Well, yeah, he tells her to go change, and Mom's like, you know, I think she looks fashionable. That's just what kids are wearing today. Yeah, but Penny yells, and she's like, I can't wait to grow up and move out of this house. It's so, like, throughout this whole, like, especially, like, in the beginning, we've established that Penny and Oscar are... At odds with each other and everything yeah. sort of coming to, like, this boiling point. Well, and that is a common theme throughout the show. Like, yeah, <laughs> Penny and her dad do not get along about a lot of stuff, so. Um, so Oscar and Bobby arrive at the Windsor Academy for Snack Technology and Education. That is W-A-S-T-E. Um, inside, Dr. Carver is doing his presentation to the board members. He's making, like, these peanuts spin in a circle, basically, uh, yeah, he he's said, using peanut AI, artificial yeah, intelligence. He, he says these are artificially intelligent jumping peanuts. And we learned that in order to gain acceptance into the academy, you must demonstrate exceptional innovations in the field of snack technology, like pudding in a cup. 
Um, and Dr. Carver's problem is that his research is all about peanuts, which is played out and passe, and his membership is denied yet again. Mm -hmm. Um, he tells the board members that you will regret this, the time is coming when peanut kind will finally get the respect they deserve. He's very passionate about respect for the peanuts. Yeah, Um, and as he says this, his nose falls off. So, (laughs) yeah, so again, he just, like, again, grabs it, puts it back on. Oscar runs into Dr. Carver as he's, like, walking into his meeting, and Dr. Carver's running out, and Dr. Carver calls him a fool, um, and that's it. So then Oscar goes in, and in his presentation, he goes to add the pork nut sauce, and Dr. Carver's, like, watching his presentation through the window for some reason, and so as this happens- Oscar mentions that his sauce has no expiration date. Yeah. Um, as it, as he adds it, the pork nut expands, and it gets, like, huge, and then it blows up, and then there's, like, a million of pork nuts everywhere, and they taste really bad, so everyone's, like, you're <laughs> denied. But, okay, so also, in the show, Oscar is, like, a snack mogul, like, he owns, like, <laughs> Proud Family Chips, or whatever they're called, I don't know what they're called, but- they're so bad. That's, like, the whole storyline. <laughs> they're horrible. They're not, they don't taste good. But somehow they still have a business and money. I don't know. They don't explain it. I don't know. But everyone talks about how horrible they are. <laughs> but, yeah, so he gets denied immediately. But he's trying to say, like, look at this. It's unlimited pork nuts. This sauce never expires and they can grow as big as you want. And they're all just, like, leave. Dr. Yeah. Carver saw this whole thing, and now he's like, I gotta well, get the formula. He opens his pocket and tells the peanuts in his pocket that Oscar's sauce is what they've been looking for. Yeah, so then we see, back at the the house, Penny sneaks downstairs, and she's about to leave for the audition. She's in a different outfit, and Sugar Mama's sleeping on the couch. Dreaming about Denzel. <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, okay, Sugar Mama, I'm gonna take Puff for a walk, bye. Puff is Sugar Mama's poodle yeah and so she ends up leaving puff tries to wake up sugar mama but sugar mama just like cuddles puff closer and is like hey denzel uh so at the audition the choreographer uh begins to perform this routine that everyone must follow uh for they only get to watch it once and then they have to do it (laughs) um so the audition starts and everyone's really bad um zoe the white friend (laughs) Uh, gets cut. Well, everyone gets cut except for her friends. Yeah, except, except for, for Zoe. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, everyone stays in. So, like, Penny, Lassianaga, and Dijonay all make it. Yeah, there's a bunch of other people there, but she's just, like, going down the list, like, cutting everyone. Yeah, well, whenever Penny stands up for Zoe, she's like, no, like, the four of us are together. Uh, the choreographer says Zoe can stay, but Penny gets cut. So then the gross sisters appear out of nowhere as security to kick Penny out. <laughs> they're they're 15 cent security. They're just bullies at the high school. Yeah, but then in the audience auditorium, in like the auditorium, the seats, because they're auditioning on a stage, 15 cent has been there the whole time. And he's sitting there with Sticky. Sticky is his cousin. Yeah, well, that's what he says. Um, 15 cent comes up on stage and he's like, wow, wow, ponytail. <laughs> that's what he calls Penny. She wears pigtails. Yeah, and he basically lets Penny stay because he thinks she's cute. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I can't stay if you don't let the girls stay. Come on, let them stay. And so 15 cents, like, to the choreographer, he's like, okay, those are the spare change dancers. And she's (laughs) like, what? I can't teach them to dance. And he's like, well, then you're going to get fired because you're a choreographer. That's your job. Yeah, so um, after the audition, 15 Cent is driving everyone home until he and Penny are the last ones in the car. Well, um, <laughs> they eject Dijonay and Sticky <laughs> out of the car with I an eject that, button. I forgot that, like, Dijonay and Sticky are, like, technically dating, but, like, I don't really know if Sticky has a say. <laughs> yeah, Sticky does not like Dijonay, but Dijonay loves Sticky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they get ejected, and 
Penny immediately is like, whoa there, I've read your reputation, I've read the magazines, I know you just hop from girl to girl, and I am not following it. Whatever you think is gonna happen, is not gonna happen. But yeah, she's 15, like, I know you're a player. Yeah, but then 15 Cent's like, nah, that player status is fake, you know, I gotta get home before curfew, and I gotta get my grandma's car back. Yeah, and then Penny's disappointed, she's, yeah, like, she's like, wait, wait really? nothing's gonna <laughs> We're happen? We're not gonna kiss? Really, nothing's gonna happen? <laughs> but Penny's also like, oh, that's just like me, like, I have curfew, and I gotta get home to grandma. Yeah, and so Penny so, <laughs> just, like, takes him and kisses him. Love that. Love her making the first move. Yeah, but as this happens, Oscar's walking home, and he sees the car, and he's like, hmm, that's weird. So he goes and, like, unfogs the window, and he sees them kissing, and oof, it's not good. Yeah, so in the house, Oscar tells Penny that she is not dancing in the uh, on stage, and she is grounded indefinitely. Also, her birthday is canceled, too, which was Not just tomorrow. her party, but also her yeah, birthday. Yeah, her entire birthday. Uh, so Penny tells him that she wishes that he weren't her dad and storms upstairs. Um, Oscar is, like, lamenting in the, in the living room, like, ugh, like, when, when did this happen? Like, we don't get along at all. Um, while Sugar Mama is filling out her sweepstakes forms. Yeah, and um, as this happens, he's upset and talking about how he had this special present for her, and he's like, maybe I should go talk to her. But Mom's like, let me handle this. <laughs> so she takes the present, and she goes to talk to Penny. Penny throws the gift when she finds out that it's from Dad, from her, from Oscar. And Mom is talking about, like, you know, Dad loves you. It's just hard for um, us to see you, like, growing up. Um, and as this happens, Dr. Carver drives up to their house. He's planning to kidnap Oscar yeah, or something. Yeah, he's just like, it's just like, okay, here is my evil plan to no one. He yeah. says, step one, detain Oscar Proud. Step two, secure the secret formula. And step three, create an army of genome warriors to take over the world. <laughs> yep, that's it. So he puts on this disguise, aka a white wig and the glasses nose with mustache thing. Yeah. And rings the doorbell. Uh, Oscar opens the door, and he's basically like, you guys are the winner of a grand prize. And Sugar Mama's like, my sleepstakes, we won, we won. Uh, so Dr. Carver tells them that they won a deluxe island vacation starting tomorrow. Um, Penny and Oscar are not excited about a family vacation because they are feuding, but Trudy's like, I think this is a good idea for us as a family to get along. Um, Dr. Carver tells them that they're going to Legume Island, and it's to die for. So, the family is on the boat to the island. Penny and Oscar are sitting there moping because they are not happy. Yeah, Mom is still trying to have a good time, and Sugar Mama is parasailing above the boat, her and Puff. Um, this monster appears out of the water behind them as they dock into Lagoon Island. And we see all of these little peanut eyes watching them from, like, the bushes. Uh, yeah, the boat is greeted by Cashew, um, and <laughs> Oscar's like, what is wrong with him? And Trudy's like... I think he's a native. He's literally a peanut person. <laughs> um, Cashew leads them to their treehouse huts and says that the island owner has invited them to a luau and their traditional clothing is in the closet. Yeah, their traditional attire are just like, like big grass, ass hats and grass, grass skirts. skirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the treehouse, Penny asks if she can have peanuts from the minibar and Oscar says no because they cost money. Um, she finds... The traditional attire, and Penny is disgusted. It's her birthday. She does not want to be here. She's angry. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. They Cash- all put on their, their stuff, and they go to the Lua anyway, and that's when Cashew introduces Dr. Carver the second. Dr. Carver introduces Coco- uh, the Coconut Crew Review, and it's just a bunch of the peanuts, and they start dancing. Yeah, they, like, sing a song about the island. But as they're doing this, they're, like, taking their DNA, like, they, like, take some one of their hairs. I don't know why, but whenever I think about this movie, the part whenever the peanuts clip off Sugamama's toenail, that, like... I see that so vividly in my mind. <laughs> yeah, they take, yeah, they do that. They during, like, yeah, during this, Oscar says that Dr. Carver kind of looks familiar and Sugar Mama thinks he's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're just trying to get like everyone to uh, get their DNA, basically. We don't know why yet, but that's what they're doing. Yeah, Mom starts singing Happy Birthday to Penny after the song is over and the Peanuts bring out a cake for her. Uh, Penny makes a birthday wish to dance at the halftime show. And when Oscar says no, Penny changes her wish that she was away from him and this island. And kissing 15 cents. And she wishes she was kissing 15 cents. <laughs> uh, so Penny runs away while Sugar Mama flirts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Dr. Carver offers Oscar a private tour of his estate. And Oscar's like, have we met before? And whenever Oscar's like, hmm, I think I know you from somewhere. And while he's thinking, Dr. Carver takes out this mallet about to, like, knock him out before Oscar's like, oh, I bet you were in this movie that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut to Penny. She's on the beach alone, tossing rocks, and Cashew comes over to see if she's okay. Cashew says that he'll listen to her problems. And so Penny starts talking, and she starts with her third birthday. She basically just says, like, all of her daddy issues. Yeah, she talks about, like, all of her, her, her trauma and Trauma, a.k.a. her dad embarrassing her. Yeah, and so Penny is explaining it all as her and Cashew walk, and she's like, you know, sometimes I wish I had different parents. But then Cashew's like, I wish I had parents at all. <laughs> and Penny's like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have said that. She's And Cashew's like, um, we're kind of like a family on this island, but I still wish I had parents. <laughs> yeah, and Penny's like, well, you can have mine. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Carver and Oscar are in, like, Dr. Carver's den, and Dr. Carver's like, you know, like, we're alike, we're innovators, blah, 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 and he's basically like, the possibilities of these peanut people are amazing, blah, blah, blah. He, like, almost reveals that he wants to take over the world, uh, but Oscar doesn't notice. Um, and he's basically like, you know, all I need is just an everlasting multiplying formula, and Oscar's like, oh, I have one. Go figure. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, they're basically like, oh, we could be partners. Yeah. So Dr. Carver offers Oscar $10 million uh, for their partnership and for his, like, formula. And Dr. Carver, or Oscar freaks out, obviously. And Dr. Carver asks for Oscar's answer in the morning. And then as Oscar's, like, leaving, Dr. Carver's, like, laughing evilly to himself. So, ooh, what's going on? So, uh, then back at their little hut, Oscar's telling Trudy about this, about all the money, and then he asks where Penny is, and Penny, uh, Penny comes in, she says that she was with Cashew, and then Dad's like, is he a boy? No, boys. And then he picks up Cashew and looks under his little, like, hula skirt, short, whatever he's wearing. Not appropriate, y'all. Um, Penny says that... If they just went home, it wouldn't be a problem. Like, she wouldn't be talking to anyone. And then Penny and Dad argue. And then Mom just, like, breaks it up. And she's like, we are all going to get together. We're going to get along. And that's it. And she just, like, screams at them. And so they're all like, okay. Yeah, Dr. Carver is watching them, like, outside their little hut from the window. And Sugar Mama calls to him from the jacuzzi. Um, Dr. Carver, like, starts to run away. But Puff 
continues to stop him. Sugar Mama's, like, trying to seduce him. She's, like, dancing for yeah, him. Yeah, she starts dancing, and then she literally takes off her bathing suit. Well, she gets in the in the jacuzzi, and yeah. then she takes off her bathing, bathing suit, because he's like, oh, well, I don't have a swimsuit. And then she takes off hers, and she's like, like neither do I. Damn. Is in a Disney movie. <laughs> um, so Penny, like, sneaks out of the hut, I guess, like, trying to leave. Um, Oscar wakes up at 5.30 a.m. to go and accept the $10 million offer. Yeah, but as, as he, yeah, as he's walking through the jungle, someone calls to him, and Wally appears, he's another peanut person, and he tells Oscar that he's in danger. Uh, he tells him that he needs to get off the island and do not give Dr. Carver the formula because he's planning to take over the world. Yeah, so then we cut to Penny. She's on the beach spelling SOS with coconuts, but as she finally gets, like, the final coconut in place, the water comes and washes it all away, um, and she's just angry about it. So then we cut back to Dr. Carver and and Oscar, and they agree to a 50-50 partnership, and then Oscar asks for his money, but Dr. Carver says that he needs the formula first. Oscar remembers um, what wally was saying and so he's like hmm you know we can be partners but i want the secret formula to stay my secret like stay on my 50 percent." and so dr carver starts getting angry and he's demanding the formula but oscar's like well it doesn't matter like i don't have it with me so you can't just take it from me and he had uh, dr carver had given him a check like one of those big checks and he rips it up and demands the formula again and as he does this his nose falls off again <laughs> And uh, Dr. Carver brings out a tickle chair because he's like, if you won't give it to me, I'll torture it out of you. A tickle chair is literally my worst nightmare. I agree. <laughs> so don't fucking tickle people. No, don't, I don't I don't get it. Why? Oh, my God. I used to get tickled by my family all the time. Sometimes I still do. I'm a full grown adult. It's terrible. I hate it. I don't know a single person who enjoys it. No, just it's awful yeah but oscar does not fold as he's being tickled uh they start spanking him (laughs) yeah they try a spanking machine electric eels teeth brushing (laughs) watching a children's show singy (laughs) um Um, yeah but oscar doesn't give it up so dr carver says he leaves no choice but to bring in the clones so dr carver combines all the dna that he has with the proud family that he gathered the night before with peanuts and exact, like, lookalike clones walk out. Uh, the only, they, they are made of peanuts, and they also have super strength. It's clones of, like, everyone in the family. Yeah. And those clones have 48 hours to go back to, like, the Proud family home to retrieve the formula. And Dr. Carver tells Oscar that his family will stay on the island forever. Yeah, so the clone family starts loading a boat, and as this happens, uh, clone Penny has to go get her watch because she's left it somewhere. So then the real Penny sees her family, who she thinks is her family, on the boat, and she's so excited. She's like, oh my god, it's time to leave. So she gets on the boat, and the clone family is, like, talking very weird to her. They're like, are you ready to complete our mission? And she's like, what mission? We're just going home, right? Yeah, and they're like... And she's like, okay, like, aren't we leaving? And they're like, you are driving the boat. And she's like, okay, dad, trust me now. Like, that's cool. And then she's like, it's time to roll up out of here. And uh, clone mom is like, what does that mean? So she puts in a tape called Teen Speak 101 <laughs> and listens to it. Um, let's see. Oh, um, Oscar, real Oscar tells Trudy and Sugar Mama, like, back in the hut, what happened with Dr. Carver. They don't really believe him. Um, and Oscar's like, hold on, like, I gotta go get Penny. Uh, but whenever he goes to her room, she's gone. And, like, for a brief minute, the door is, like, locked him in. 
Uh, and then Wally appears, literally just, like, from the ceiling. Yeah. And says, um... Follow me. Yeah, he must come with him if he wants to survive. So, Clone Penny comes back to the dock and realizes that everyone's gone. Um, she's about to alert Dr. Carver, but Oscar and, like, the rest of the family comes out of the jungle and they think they found the real Penny. Mm-hmm. Um... Wally begins to leave the family to the other side of the island to the only one person who can help them. Um, and Penny, at this point, believes that this is part of <coughs> part of her mission. Yeah. So, uh, they're following Wally. They have to cross this, like, cliff area. <laughs> Penny, clone Penny, is just casually climbing, and this big-ass rock starts coming for her. So her family's like, oh my god, Penny! But clone Penny just fucking punches that, sh- that thing, and her family's like, oh my god, our daughter's a badass. Yeah, they're not like, oh, maybe she's not our daughter? <laughs> yeah. So the clone family gets home to, like, the actual Proud family's house, and... They immediately begin looking for the Yeah, they're all, formula. like, moving stuff around. Penny's watching them, like, break all of this Real stuff. Real Penny. Yeah. And so then Real Penny's friends show up, and they're, like, asking about the trip. She was like, yeah, it was weird. Um, she's like, my whole family's weird now. Yeah. Like, she's like, Dad is, like, letting me do whatever I want. Sugar Mama is speaking Spanish, and my mom is, like speaking slang constantly. (laughs) Mom the whole time, clone mom, is like, wiggity wiggity whack, because she listened to Teen Speak 101. Yeah, and then, uh, so, clone dad comes over and gives Penny their money, just, like, a big wad of cash. He's like, here, hold our money for the mission. And so Penny's just like, okay. Uh, La Cienega is laughing whenever Penny's saying, like, oh, my dad has been, like, cool and, like, weird lately. And she's like, you know, he's probably not gonna let you go to the halftime show, though. And then her friends leave. So Penny complains about dance rehearsals, like, not being able to go. And so Clone Dad says, if it'll advance our mission, you can go. And so Penny's like, oh my god, he said I could go? And she's so excited. Um, Felix comes over. This is... La Cienega's dad. Yeah, the neighbor. neighbor. And so he's talking to Oscar, and um, Oscar's being, like, very formal, because he's like, oh, are we gonna go to the... The Stuff Ball. Stuff Ball game. Stuff Ball that we learn, like, not until the end of the movie, is, like, basketball and rugby yeah it's like gladiator basketball (laughs) um yeah and so oscar's talking like very formally but they're like oh yes the tournament's tomorrow um clone bomb is very excited because she's all into stuff ball she's like i can't wait to go just like saying all this stuff and And all the clones decide together that maybe the neighbors could possibly know where the formula is so they agree to go to the stuff ball semifinals yeah and then felix's dad poppy comes over he's yeah, he's talking to Sugar Mama. He only ever speaks in Spanish the whole show. And he's always insulting Sugar Mama, but in the real show, Sugar Mama likes him and, like, thinks that they're, like, flirting. But he's always just, like, you're an ugly woman or, like, stuff like that. So he's like, saying something in Spanish, very rude, and then Sugar Mama hits him and starts speaking Spanish back to him. And he, now he's like, ooh, I like a woman who can speak Spanish and defend herself or something. Yeah, so Real Penny goes upstairs to her room. She's all happy and giddy. And she finds Oscar's birthday present that she had never opened. So she opened it, and it is a locket necklace. And she's like, oh, my dad is the best. And as she's doing this, we see someone is watching from her closet. Yeah. Um, so back on the island, the real family is sitting by the fire on a mountain. Um, Wally is flirting with clone Penny, so she beats him up. And Trudy's like, I wonder if, like, do you think Penny's acting any different? And Oscar's like, no, she's finally listened to me. <laughs> um, yeah. And Trudy's just like, oh, well, I guess she's growing up. Um, so then we cut back to everyone, like the clone family, all the friends, all the neighbors are at the stuff ball semifinals. Um, Penny tells La Cienega that her dad is now letting her do whatever she wants. 
Um, she even got a new camera phone. Yeah. This is 2005. Uh, her mom is, like, buying her whatever he wants. And uh, clone Trudy tries to ask uh, La Cienega's mom about the formula, but obviously she has no idea what she's talking about. Um, Mr. Boulevardis buys Oscar a hot dog, and he immediately becomes obsessed with hot dogs. Um, and whenever he goes up to get more hot dogs, he accidentally volunteers for the halftime competition. Yes, so for this show, someone has to play one of the stuff ball players and score a basket on them. And if they do, they get 12 whiz dollars <laughs> that they must use within the hour or else they expire. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so whenever he volunteers, Penny's immediately worried. She's like, my dad cannot compete with this guy. Um, but since Oscar is a super peanut clone, um, he is able to throw his opponent, like, up and into the basket seamlessly. Uh, the softball players look like the cartoon versions, uh, of, the like, aliens from Space Jam whenever they've, like, gotten really big. That's what they look like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he uses his 12 wizard dollars to buy, like, 20 hot dogs. Yeah, and so we just see them, like, outside, um, yeah. But then we cut back to the island, and Wally is able to bring them all to, uh, Dr. Carver II's clone. Or is it? We yes. learn that actually this is the real Dr. Carver II. Yeah, so immediately we, we see clone Penny, um, push her wristwatch to notify the other Dr. Carver. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it turns out that this guy that they're meeting is the real Dr. Carver, and the other guy that they've been talking to is his clone. He, um, his great-great-grandfather is George Washington Carver. Hence the Peanuts. Who I learned about from this movie. <laughs> I remember the scene so vividly, and I don't Me know too! why. Like, showing, like, the real photo of George Washington Carver. Yeah. Maybe because, like, his name was George Washington, and I was like, it's still, like, a real person. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you don't know, George Washington Carver invented 300 uses for the peanut, including peanut butter. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Carver, he begins to tell his whole story. He wanted to create new life from the peanut genome, so he moved to this remote island to experiment with peanut cloning technology. His first round went very wrong. It was a monster that ended up running away. So this yeah. is the monster that we've seen earlier in the movie that's, like, in the water. Yeah, we saw, like, um, he says that, like, he turned all the other ones into peanut butter with this, like, gas that he made, but this one, uh, ended up escaping to the ocean. His second round created his peanut minions. He calls them the genomes that he has now. Um, they were, like, very peaceful and very friendly, and they became a family. But he longed for a protege, an intellectual equal, someone who could inherit what he learned. So he attempted to clone himself by combining his human DNA with the peanut DNA. And it was a success. Uh, they had great fun, him and his clone, until he left the clone in the sun for too long and it literally burned. It just turned evil. Yeah. Because he left it in the sun too long. Yeah, it says he went bad, he was ashamed by his appearance, because he became just like this black thing, like, like, not like, because he's like black as a human, <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, the actual color black. Uh, he was ashamed by his appearance, and he became obsessed with trying to prove what peanuts were capable of, even though, like, he's literally the only person on the island. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he began evil experiments and forced the peaceful peanut people to work for him, except for Wally. Um, recently, he's been working on something big and bad, but Oscar reveals that it's okay because he hid the sauce inside Penny's birthday necklace. Yeah, and so he asks Clone Penny where it is. But uh, Mom says, oh, Penny never opened the gift, so it's still sitting at home. And as they, like, say this, Penny's, like, looking and clone Penny's, clone like, Penny. looking and, like, she's, like, 
committing this to memory. So, uh, Dr. Carver says that the he real has Dr. A, yeah, Carver. He says that he has a boat and that they need to leave quickly. But then, clone Dr. Carver comes up and he says... All of his peanut army. Yeah. And so, they're waiting for them. Yeah. Uh, Trudy's like, how did you find us? And it, they, he reveals that it was Penny. Uh, the family still think that she's a real Penny and that she betrayed her whole family to the evil Dr. Carver. Yeah. Um, so then, at, back at the house, Real Penny wakes up to her clone mother throwing all this shit in the kitchen, and, uh, dad is making hot dogs outside. The fridge only has hot dogs in it. Yeah, the rest of the family's, like, tearing the house apart, still, like, trying to look for the formula. Yeah, upstairs, Penny's trying on outfits for the halftime show, and then 15 Cent is there to pick her up. Penny thanks her clone father for the necklace and leaves, and, uh, as she leaves, clone penny sends a message to clone dad <laughs> and she tells him that the real penny is has the formula she's the one with them it's in the necklace and they need to get it yes yeah, so and return uh, to the island immediately oscar runs after 15 cents car to rehearsal so oscar arrives at dance rehearsal and while they're all dancing oscar just like comes up on stage and tries to like grab the necklace yeah it's a very cartoon scene where like yeah. every time they move one way oscar like moves with them but like oh it looks like choreography and yeah, so, so the choreographer spots oscar and she's like oh you got like some cool moves um which makes penny come home very angry and well, she complains to mom that trudy oh she complains to trudy that the new oscar is worse than before um, she wishes her family would go back to normal again. And the rules and all yeah, that Yeah, she's stuff. like, the house is a mess because no one's making me do chores. Like, Bibi and Cece are a mess. Yeah. So, Penny cries in her room. Uh, and then she realizes that Cashew is in her closet wearing her clothes. And he says he stowed away on the boat because he wanted <laughs> a real family. <laughs> Cashew is so cute. Yeah. And so, um, she's like, well, you had a real family. Oh, and then he says that her real family is still on the island and that these are clones. And he explains everything to her. So, Penny tells... She, at first, doesn't believe him. Yeah. she's like, okay, like, let's go tell everyone that you're here. So, she goes downstairs, and she's like, guys, guess what Cashew said about you? She said you're all clones, and you're here to try to find a secret formula. And she starts laughing, but no one's laughing. And she's like, it's ridiculous, right? And then, Bibi, the, like, one-year-old baby, starts talking... Oh, that's who, um, Keith David voiced was Bibi. <laughs> starts talking, and he's like, it's not ridiculous. Grimmer the necklace. Yeah, and so he grabs her necklace, um, yeah, and the whole clone family escapes in a peanut helicopter. Yeah. Um, Penny says it's time to save her family with Cashew's help, and there's, like, this little montage of her, like, putting on her regular clothes, getting ready for battle. Yeah. Um, so clone Penny and clone Dr. Carver are hanging the family from cages over the ocean, uh, along with Dr. Carver, the real Dr. Carver and Wally. Um, and then back, uh, uh, at home, the real Penny is telling her friends everything that happened. And I remember the scene, because they used to show, um, like, behind the scenes, so they showed, like, Kyla Pratt, like, doing this scene in the sound booth. Huh. <laughs> I don't remember that specifically, but yeah. She's telling her friends about what happened, and, um, yeah, they, they don't, don't believe her, but then she shows Cashew. She's like, look at this, and then they believe her. Yeah, and so they all agreed to go back to the island to save her family. Um, they said, we need to get there. How are we going to get there? We need a fast boat. And so they all look at Sticky to see if they can borrow 15 cents yacht. Yatched. <laughs> yeah. And so. Sticky and both 15 cents, they call it a yatched. Yeah. And so he's like, it's called a yacht, you idiot. Yeah. And he's like, a yatched. 
<laughs> so they go to the yacht, and the Gross sisters are there. They were paid to guard the boat. Yeah, but they pay them off. Or, no, they don't even pay them off. No, and she, he just gets behind the wheel and starts. No, well, they're like, if you want to borrow the boat, you have to pay us, like, double at 15 cents paying us. So Penny says, oh, it's in my backpack. Go get it. So whenever they go to the backpack, <laughs> Cashew pops out, and it scares them, and they jump overboard. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so Penny starts driving the boat, um, and back on the island, clone Dr. Carver reveals his masterpiece, which is genetically engineered super genomes, the, like, peanut warriors that we saw before. The real Dr. Carver is like, what happened? Like, I abandoned that research because I couldn't get them to stabilize. But clone Dr. Carver has the formula now, because I guess they dropped in the formula, the yeah, clone family. And the genomes begin um, dropping sauce on peanuts, and all these peanut warriors are created and multiplied. And before they begin their takeover, Dr. Carver sings a song about ruling the world. Yeah, he has to sing a song first. That's what he says. It's an iconic song. Yeah, I didn't know this lived in my mind. Whenever he started singing, my name is Carver, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. uh, So first, I wrote a star here and said that this is the best part of the movie, my favorite part, but... I found out quickly after that this is not. There's something else that I like more. Um, so, yeah. So, he sings this whole song. Um, and this is my favorite part of the movie, What Comes Next, where Bobby starts singing the national anthem at the Stuff Ball Championship. <laughs> it's basically, like, like Fergie, but 30 minutes longer. Well, yeah. He's, like, trying to make it as long as possible. He's like, how say can you See, and C goes on for like thirty minutes. Well, and he's also like adding words in, and he's like, "See y'all." It's okay. So um, Doctor Carver and the Peanuts. Um, they revealed that they plan to drop in on the Stuffball Finals and take over the town. And by halftime, the world will be his. Um, Clone Penny drops the cages of like the humans into the water, and one of the cages, like the monster, takes a bite out it's of the cage of Doctor Carver and Wally. Yeah, um, this happens as Penny and her friends arrive and crash the yacht into a rock. They swim to the shore, and as like the <laughs> yacht sinks, and then they get to the fa- they get to their family. Well, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> they get to the island, and then they see a group of peanuts. And they're like, you gotta dance battle us to get past us. And this is my favorite part of the movie. It's like five minutes long. It's so good. So they have a dance battle with these peanuts. And like, <laughs> so Sticky like spins on his head and ends up like, like, um, screwdrivering himself into the sand. And then like the three girls start like, they're like dancing against like the peanuts and the peanuts are like, the peanuts are all in like streetwear. They're in like backwards hats and like saggy sweatpants. And... All of a sudden, <clears throat> Zoe, the white girl, is the last one to Zoe's dance. Zoe's, like, tall and lanky and, like, awkward. And, like, red hair and freckles and braces and glasses. Yeah. So, like, okay, like, Zoe, you have to do it. So she starts, like, getting in, and all of a sudden, she's, like, getting into the beat. She's literally twerking at one point, and she's just, like, going hard. She grabs a backwards hat, and she's like, and that's how we do it, y'all. And they win the dance battle. <laughs> they do. So they get to go past the peanuts. Yeah, so the sea monster bites Dr. Carver's cage, um, and he starts going after him until Dr. Carver's like, Bobo? And the <laughs> Is monster, that you? <laughs> and the monster's like, Dr. Carver? <laughs> he literally starts Yeah, talking. the monster talks. And Dr. Carver's like, I haven't seen you in since you ran off. And the monster's like, well, you were going to turn me into peanut butter, so I ran away. <laughs> and Dr. Carver's like, I'm sorry. And then they make up. Yeah, he's like, monster, I missed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the monster's not evil anymore. Yeah, um, so clone Dr. Carver and clone Penny load up all of all the, the peanut yeah. warriors um, onto a 
like blimp or something. And um, as this is happening, Real Penny arrives, and she's trying to get uh, Clone Dad to. Yeah, they arrive and they like lower the cages back down onto the mountain. Um, the clone family descends with like even more clones. Yeah, and so Penny, Real Penny, tries to appeal to Clone Oscar who she had spent all this time with, and she's like, no, like, think of all the good times we've had. And she's like, think about the hot dogs! You could have so many hot dogs if you, like, help us defeat the rest of these clones. So Clone Oscar attacks the entire clone family, um, but this is just as Dr. Carver is leaving, the clone Dr. Carver is leaving in the blimp. So real Dr. Carver is like, oh, like, I have this peanut butter gas that will destroy the entire army. So Penny grabs the, like, gas thing and jumps onto the rope that's hanging off of the blimp. Yeah, so, uh, back at the- Bobby is still performing the national <laughs> anthem back at the dome. The entire crowd is booing him, so <laughs> and security so, comes out and yeah, grabs him. Yeah, he gets escorted off stage, and then, uh, evil Dr. Carter comes, and he's oh. on the big screen, and he's like- hey, let me show you this movie about peanuts. And it's, like, of, like, 50s-style, like, infomercial. Yeah, about, like, peanut clone integration into society. And it's, like, they're gonna be your new neighbor. They'll help watch your kids and mow your lawn. So say hi. Yeah, just, like, be nice to the peanuts. And then he tells everyone that they're here to stay. And he takes off his human face disguise. And his face is just, like, burnt and, like, weirdly shaped. It's just, like, a black shape. Where, like, some of the ends are, like, a little, like, curved, like, they've been, like, singed off. But his eyes, like, one's, like, big and one's small. And then he's got, like, two, like, buck teeth and, like, some of them's missing. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, he just takes off his face. And, oh my god, I remember that. That scared me when I was younger. Um, and so... Uh, as this is happening, Penny climbs up the side of the blimp. And everyone's, like, watching her at the stuff while she... Yeah, this is on all the on the screen. big screen. Yeah, she holds up the gas, but Dr. Carver, like, jumps, like, on... Since this is, like, a blimp, he jumps, like, which causes, like, the balloon, like, ground to roll, which makes it fall from her hand, and they end up fighting for it. So, every, the whole family and all the friends are, like, behind the blimp in the water riding Bobo. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar asks for Sugar Mama's underwear and floats up to the blimp. Yeah, he uses them as, like, a parasail. Yeah, Oscar knocks over Dr. Carter and Penny goes to grab the gas. But before she pushes it to release it, Dr. Carver tries to appeal to her with a life of complete freedom. And her family's, like, calling to her from the, from the ocean. They're like, Penny, like... Don't do it! Yeah, but Penny's like, even though my family isn't perfect, I love them just the way they are. Which is sort of like what this whole thing is been coming to. Because, like, the whole movie just been like, I hate you, I hate everyone, I just want to do what I want. But she's like, I had that for a minute, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So Penny, like, pierces the blimp where, like, all the peanut, peanut warriors. warriors are, like, you know, like, inside. Um, she pierces it with the gas, and they all turn into peanut butter. So all the peanut butter falls, like, into the arena, yeah, and the and, blimp, like, obviously is broken now. Yeah, Dr. Carver changes back into just, like, a normal peanut, um, and the blimp explodes. So Penny and Oscar start falling from the sky, but it's okay because they just, like, slide down onto the peanut butter. Yeah, so everyone in the sports dome is kind of freaking out, but then <laughs> 15 Cent comes out and he's like, all right, let's perform the halftime show, even though the game hasn't started yet. Yeah. <laughs> Penny, like, realizes, she's like, oh, like, my dad really loves me, and he gives, Oscar gives her the necklace back. Um, the the family, like, undocks Bobo at the arena, but Dr. Carver decides to return home to his own family on the island. 
um, 15 Cent, yeah, he goes and asks Penny to, like, sing with him and his friends. So this starts the four girls performing their song with, like, all the peanuts in the band. Yeah, and 15 Cent isn't there or doing no, anything. they all just, like, <laughs> sing their own song. And Sticky's like, and 15 Cent's like, hey, we're gonna go party on my yacht. And Sticky's like, I gotta talk to you about that. <laughs> it's not called a yacht. Yeah. Um, the family, the clone, the clone family, family, is listening to, well, okay, it says, like, the number one song from Penny on the radio for five weeks straight. Why did they release this song? Yeah, they're just listening to a ra- listening to a radio with the real Dr. Carver. Uh, they're listening to their performance on the island alone. Uh, and then we just get a slide that says three days later. Yeah, so the Peanuts are now playing Stuff Ball, the Peanut Minions, like the little ones, not the warrior ones. Yeah. Um, Sugar Mama finds Oscar's Pork Nut O-Raid in the fridge. It says, like, there's, like, a billion of them in the fridge. It says, like, don't drink, experiment in progress. So, um, it says, one guzzle will build your muscles. So Sugar Mama opens it, but smells it, and it smells bad, so she sets it on the counter. And while this is happening, BB and CC are, like, chasing Puff with a remote control car around the house, which, um, eventually, ca- like, causes them to, like, run into the counter, and the drink falls on Puff. Um, and he, like, we kind of, like, so- it's sort of implied that he, like, grows and breaks through the house. So, then we cut to Penny, uh, is in the car with Oscar, she just received her driver's license, um, but she's still not good at driving. <laughs> yeah. Cashew is sitting in the back. He is now the official Proud Snacks mascot. <laughs> so as, like, Penny's, like, driving through town, Oscar has, like, all of his, like, logo and stuff all over the car. He's, like, promoting, like, through a mega horn. Um, when we look around and see a giant evil Puff is walking through the streets. Just terrorizing the city. So Puff is like a Godzilla, like, chasing everyone, and Rice is about to, like, grab the car. And even bigger, sh- bigger, oh my god, I hate myself. <laughs> and even bigger, Sugar Mama, <laughs> um, is walking through the ocean. She grabs yeah. she always does in the show. Yeah, she's, like, walking through the ocean and just, like, goes and grabs him and stops him. Uh, and then there's, like, a big can on top of the car, and she takes it and drinks that, um, and, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> they walk away, and that's the end of the movie. We don't ever know if they go back to normal size. But oh, I just want to say that Sugar Mama, her name is Sugar Mom, not Sugar Mama. We're not trying to be like... Yeah. <laughs> um, who wrote that? Who I... decided? Who decided at the end of the movie they needed to we have We did not this? need to have this. It could have ended on the performance. It would have been a nice place to end. Why did they, were they trying to get an extra season? Were they trying to be like, oh. Oh, giant sugar mama and puff. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. <laughs> it's going to be a spinoff. I don't know. It's not Clifford. <laughs> Emily Elizabeth was normal size. Clifford was just big. <laughs> I don't know. That was a very weird ending. It was the a very movie. weird movie. It really was. I was excited for this because I like the Proud family, but again, I feel like yeah, they were I was done ex- dirty. <laughs> I was excited until I remembered, like, what actually... Why? They were Who done so wrote dirty. this? And they were like, they copied off of the Even Stevens movie yeah. because they're like, oh, the family gets like a vacation, but it's actually evil. Not what they expected. Why? Why but did the Even Stevens movie did it so much better? Yeah, and why did they add? Why? I'm so confused. <laughs> it's it was very strange. I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. Yeah, I the, remember liking this as a kid. I liked probably, the little peanuts. They were so cute. Yeah, <laughs> probably because like this was like just weird enough for me to be like, oh, this is interesting. I probably thought it was funny. I mean, I also I did kid. like The Proud Family, too. Yeah. Just, like, as a show. Yeah. Did you have any quotes that you wrote down that were particularly memorable for you? 
I didn't. My favorite scene was Bobby singing the National Anthem. Do you remember that one episode where, like, literally half the episode was just, like, a music video for Bobby? No. I do. And, like, his band. <laughs> no, I do not remember that. I wish I could remember how the song goes. Because it's just the same thing repeated over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, my favorite part was the dance battle because it was very good. <laughs> but but the real, or the clone Dr. Carver singing his song, also my very good. Carver, yo! I remember that. That would get stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. How did you rate and rank this? I gave this a two and a half out of five. Um, I put this at number 47 below Wish Upon a Star and above A Ring of Endless Light. I put the, I gave this a two, a two out of five and I put it at number 58. A Ring of Endless Light is above it and the poof point is below it. Like I said, I was hoping. I was hopeful for this. Yeah, I thought I was going to like rate this like along the same as Kim Possible. Yeah, I'm I trying to not. think. It's the only other animated movie, the Phineas and Ferb one. I think so. Hmm. I've never seen the Phineas and Ferb one. Me either. I've heard great reviews. I mean, Abby will be back to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So. But I'm excited because next week we're watching Twitches <gasps> and it's the last of 2005 and then it's High School Musical. Twitches is so good. And then High School Musical right off the bat. You guys. It's, it's about to get really good. Buckle in, guys. Subscribe, so whatever you do to podcasts. <laughs> Follow, Follow us, us on Instagram. The only, our only followers are other podcasts. <laughs> we have a few followers. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, Thanks to our to fans. We love you. Message us. We, we want to know why you listen to us. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I mean, we have a good time. Uh, do you guys watch the podcast along with us? I feel like somebody has, probably does, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, or do you just like... Listen? Because Abby doesn't watch the movies normally. Yeah, unless there's something specific. Because she watched the Kim Possible movie. Yeah. Because normally she's like, I've never seen them, but you guys pretty much cover it, so I don't have to. Yeah. I'm very curious. Who are you? Are these just bots? <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to tell Except us. Except for that one person who did reach out to us. I remember had, you. There's a few people who have, and we appreciate you. Thank there's you very few, much. Don't but don't feel, don't feel pressured yeah, to don't say feel anything. Yeah, don't feel obliged <laughs> Hopefully you enjoy us, our company. Many of you. Um, one time my cousin listened to us, but then she was like, it's weird having your voice in my ears, so I stopped. <laughs> also, shout out to anyone who has listened from the beginning, whenever we didn't know how to work the microphone properly, so only one of us was, like, hearable the entire episode. Also, we, like, didn't... That was for, like, literally, like, the first 30 or 40 podcasts, so... I remember back to Suzy Q and, like, how ill-prepared I was. I'm sorry if you listened to Suzy Q. <laughs> but it's okay now, because we are hitting the stride and we're hitting the good movies now, so... Whew, it's gonna be good. We're gonna go in-depth. It's gonna be good. I ha- I'm gonna ha- Well, I'll have a lot to say about Twitches as well. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>